all right? <laughs> you just like the Aikido master. You take all that negative energy and just fucking spin it and wax on, wax off. Send it away. Send it in, but I'll send it away. Beautiful. Austin Carr, welcome, sir. How you doing, Spencer? It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. No, hell yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, we are um, having a gay old Friday, aren't we, sir? We certainly are. We certainly are. At least on my end. Hell yeah, dog. Enjoy it, Brody. What, what's that? I see you're wearing a Enjoy It Brody t-shirt. What is that? Yes. Oh, all the love in the universe to Stephen Brody Stevens. He's oh, Stephen. Okay. Oh, you know, you energy know, yeah. people. Energy. Yes. You yes. got it. Stand back and respect me. You got it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was like one of those comics that I didn't know. I knew him. Maybe I knew of him rather. Honestly, probably like a collectively a year before he he killed yeah. himself. A lot of people caught on late, but you know, podcasts. That's how they found out about him. But pod- that was nice that his friends were trying to promote him. So at right? least he wasn't as lost as he felt like he was. But he was oh one of those God. guys, you know, that was playing to the back of the room. And, and for some people, that goes one of two ways. And it's just a shame because he was such a positive guy. I know. Uh, positive yeah. energy. Keep it positive. <laughs> God damn. I feel like every comedian on every podcast had a Stephen Brody Stevens uh, impersonation. It was either energy yeah. or, you know, all right, keep it together, people. Or stay with me. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, stay <laughs> with me. That's it. It was yeah, one of was, those. You know what? My my best friend Matt Floyd actually took me to my first uh, real live stand up show, like as a young adult, where it was just the two of us, and it was mm-hmm. Stephen Brody Stevens down at Rooster Teeth Feathers. Nice. And in Sunnyvale, and that yeah, that was my first live show, and he was so fucking funny and the people there were not ready for his shtick no they, they were expecting you know like someone like jerry seinfeld to come stepping out <laughs> you ever and, notice when something weird happens yeah and said it was stephen brody stevens and he brought his drum pad from his car and drumsticks no and oh no tables. he's just doing the drums oh uh, no and oh it's beautiful classic bits and and yeah it's beautiful that was I'm a great Great um, I think, show. Oh man, I think one of my favorite actually is joke. I think it's I'm a, pa- a Pakistani model or something like that, or I forgot what it was. Like, He's got uh, so many great throwaway one-liners yeah. that you would not even know about, but he really was a great writer, and he had he the was. cadence, the timing, all of it. He, all of like, it. That's one of my favorite uh, jokes of his. Is if anything bombs, he says, "I should be getting laugh on cadence alone." <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's like a so perfect cadence. Comedy. Yeah, exactly. It's textbook, people. You're yeah. supposed to be laughing. Yeah, he's the fourth wall break of the comedy world. Mm-hmm. Totally, man. God. And I think it was actually, oh God, what was it? I found out about it because I was Googling like, oh, he shit, he was in the hangover. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize he was in the hangover. And I hangover Googled one, Steven. hangover right. two. Exactly. Cut me out of, cut me out of funny people. Yeah. Thanks, Judd. <coughs> Legend. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good, dude. Oh uh, yeah. Legend. All right. Speaking dude. of legends, how are you doing? Oh yeah. Great segue. <laughs> I am doing well legendary no i'm doing good man i'm uh i actually just started a new job hell yeah yeah dude uh not on only fans or anything like that you're a above ground job. you're legitimate a real a legitimate i'm above ground above table go. i mean i'm doing <laughs> disgusting shit you're turning on the your table. life around turning tricks on the table there you go at least mm-hmm. it's all legal you know all legal it's I a mean, whole hey, new world 
that's essential that's businesses you know have a very businesses. fluid meaning definition hashtag open up yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly what about hey. you how, how you doing man how's uh I will surviving. get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, when are you okay. going to start? When are you going to stop pussyfooting around and be my cousin already? Huh? When are you going right? to, when are you going to drop the question? Dude. Oh, oh dude, we're getting married. We're getting married fucking, uh, in, in, uh, well, we're getting married. You didn't know. I'm not invited. Ladies and gentlemen. Of course you're fucking invited. It's not, <laughs> we don't, we're not having a wedding. We're not having a wedding until 2022. We're okay. getting married 2021. We didn't even, we didn't get to the point to even send out invitations. Of course you're fucking invited, Austin. Shut the all fuck right, up. Okay. All right. I'm, I just I, I I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. If, I feel if, like the last Confederate soldier you. getting a letter saying right? it's over. All right. <laughs> Who how shitty would that be? <laughs> no, the last Confederate at the last battle. Like you're hit you're, you're, you're right, like, like I'm fucking here, dude. Like I believe. Mm -hmm. I, I where's believe. Every, where's everybody going? <laughs> where the, the the north's that we all go and say the parties where the the music stopped. What this happened? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, damn. Well, no. congratulations then. Good. Thank I'm you, glad sir. You're yeah. Thank welcome, you. Yeah. Welcome to the fray. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. I have. Uh, for anyone listening right now, Austin and I are going to be cousins because I am marrying what By technically. You're, you, oh yeah, the in-law. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I like it. It's much. It's it's much more beautiful term. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to put the barrier up like that. No. <laughs> no. By no. law. No. By law, we're married. Not. Not blood. I don't I mean want to it, be I mean it cannot be overturned by yeah. any, any Supreme Court decision. You're in. It's you're in. There's no you can't you can't like uh, it or not, know, buddy. Right. You can't litigate your way out of this, sir. Well, you can. They call that a divorce, but no, anyway. no look, 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 let's not get up. <laughs> look, look at me. It's like I'm I a, caught up in the minutiae. Look at me. I'm a smart guy. I like Stephen Brody Stevens. I'm hip. Okay. <laughs> I'm My hip, name's Austin right? Carr. I'm hip. All right. <laughs> I'm hip, okay. all right. What am I, I'm hip, hip Trump now? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hip Trump. All right. I'm you start, hip, you gotta I start, You got to start like squashing things, making things yeah. smaller make to understand. Smaller. Easier because to understand. Break it down for me. All right. Exactly. Talk slower if you can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Big, Big ideas. Shrink them down. Small sentences. Condense it. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is what quality podcasting really is. I think this is the best take we have on the president. This We're, is the. Psh, psh, psh. Exactly. How, Serena and Vanessa Williams right here. Do exactly just throwing it back and forth, throwing it, yeah. tossing it back and forth. God damn it. <laughs> I can't even get the sport reference right. It's all good. It's Touchdown. Right. <laughs> That's a real slam dunk of a reference, Austin. And a real slam dunk. The fans and the crowd goes wild. Exactly. Exactly. Oh no, but you were gonna what, say. What was I saying? Just I, I I am the worst as far as once I go off on a tangent, I can completely forget where I uh where I started from. So, well, since we're doing sport references, I threw you the curveball with the whole marriage question. So, you yeah. did. Okay, we're doing sports. I'm at question. least partially to blame. It's just, I, I would say, at least, yeah, I would say 100% to blame. And for that, I, I, I'll take that. Thank you. I really yeah. do appreciate that. I humbly it's, accept the blame. I appreciate because I just, I, it, Austin, your family, but it's, it's a kind of a power thing. You can't, I can't sure. give you the power, the reins to my podcast, you know. We're family, but this is my shit. <laughs> I got to be accountable. You're right. So let me take a step back. Exactly. Hand back over the reins. Thank you, sir. Respectfully. With love. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. So how are uh, So how are you surviving in the COVID comedy era? Man, I'm, I'm getting by. Podcasts mm -hmm. have been fun. Um, yeah. You know, live shows have been slow to come back, but mm -hmm. uh, I've been like doing a little bit more traveling for work. I feel like that's kind of like where we're at. We got to, if you can do it safely, um, there are some restaurants that are like COVID compliant in mm -hmm. like North County that opened up sooner than 
certainly San Francisco, which is like just starting to get those little parklet shows. But yeah, okay. the long and short of it is that um, I decided I didn't want to be on Zoom. Oh, yeah. Like we were talking about with, with OnlyFans, I felt like I was a cam girl in there, you know? It was just, <laughs> it's, it's awkward. It's just me on my bed with no, mm-hmm. you know, feedback or mm-hmm. connection with the audience. And I'm just going, do you like this? Is it this? Yeah. And it's just my cat in the back going, no, no, they don't at all. Put your no. shirt back on. This is no one like it, Right? Yeah. It's, it's a weird feeling bombing by yourself in your room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, I, I, I did a roast battle and I, I, man, it was rough. I hear it in the sighs and the exhales alone. I understand. Mm-hmm. I feel your pain. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it is. I've, I've done two or three Zoom shows. Uh, they were all favors. Yeah. yeah they were all favors. How, and I, I, I love too. the people that do them. And you got to, I res, it's like, of course I don't. We're, none, neither of us are talking down to people that, that do Zoom shows. We got to do no, it. Work is work. Work is and exactly. It's just, exactly. It's your perspective, how you exactly. want to approach it. Mm-hmm. For me, Someone's, I'm selfish about it. And I'm not getting the connection that I want out of it. Right. Someone's got to do those corporate comedy events at Blackwater or like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not going to be me with my weed jokes and my, and my exactly. soft Trump voice. Exactly. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. We'll talk about the deep state. You know, yeah. I, it's, it's small. I, I'm terrible at Trump. dude. I, <laughs> no I'm the wor- Yeah. He's no the only one. one. Exactly. Luckily, yeah. Right. He's, there's only one. Thank God. Right. I mean, how, wait, how old are you now? I just turned 27. Okay. So, I mean, so you're old enough to know like how hacky Bush jokes were. So like, even, I mean, it was, yeah. oh God, dude. Remember the, remember the Bush impressions? Cause like I'm 31 now. 35. God damn. 31 yeah, now. Like, so like, I did, I did so much cocaine. Is it cheerleader? No, I, so I go Bill cocaine. Clinton. I go Bill Clinton right away. I, I can't Bill. even live in the Bush I, era. I love Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton <laughs> was, he was real good. Dawson, because he, Bill Clinton was a man. That he, he would look at you and he would, he would stare into your soul just to make you take your clothes off. That's a Bill, that's a Bill, <laughs> Hader, not Bill Hader joke. Not Bill Hader. Daryl Hammond? Is that the guy who did that Bill Clinton like on Daryl SNL? Hammond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a Daryl Hammond joke, I think. He was one of the first guys I saw at Cobbs before I started working there, too. He was a funny guy, Daryl Hammond. Uh, he some- now does the, uh, the SNL announcer voice, I heard. Really? You know, like, ladies and gentlemen. That guy, I think, is no that was a very around. good. That was oh, that was very good, Austin. <laughs> I have to get. Top. I have to get top, good so. at it because I know that that's the only time I'm going to hear it. I'm never going to be on SNL, so I just have to be in my shower going, "Ladies and gentlemen, Austin Carr's penis. It's smaller than you might think." <laughs> yeah, and then the saxophone kicks in. That's my dad in the other room. Mm-hmm. Right, he's just like, "Go get him, buddy! <laughs> so proud of you!" And then, like, who's hosting tonight, buddy? Who's hosting on your show? It's I don't know, whoever we want. Austin's cat. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to do this. Come on, please again. The cat. Every night. Right. I mean, that's what you hate is when you, the cat is even heckling you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's good at it. She knows how to get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's just no attention given. It's not worth her time. It's not. And what has it, she got going on? Nothing. Yeah. Fucking so, bitch. you know, that really lets you know where you're at in the hierarchy of entertainment. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. When a nice 16 hour nap is better than listening to one minute of my bullshit. 100 dude <laughs> look i just want to be the trump loving comedian okay and these these these, these comments can't handle me they can't handle the truth they can't handle the truth i'm just like a really bad nick DePaulo. <laughs> like i'm just super conservative but not funny 
<laughs> so I'm just going up there just yelling about QAnon and shit like that, which I think would be good. Oh, yeah. Like not even not even coherently, not even like a Tim Dillon or something where it's like you can just make those kind of conspiracy laden rants funny. Just going up there and just verbal diarrhea. I mean, and it's going, words that these people don't know. They're like QAnon. Nothing. What, what is what? I don't even know what I'm how I'm supposed to feel about this. What right. That's like th- that. The only time they hear about QAnon is like when their racist great aunt post takes a break from posting like uh, what do you call it the the bootlicker flag the blue uh-huh. the, the thin blue line flag to just like oh my god I forgot my point in the mid joke oh my <laughs> god dude this is you got it stay in the pocket stay I in got, the, I got Bob, stay, in the stay in there okay hold on oh uh-huh. wow uh-huh. this is why I should god, I gotta quit commenting wait oh yeah <laughs> don't we all Jesus Christ. How does, does this happen, happen to you? Like All you the just, time. Okay, thank God. I, I live my life in that space between thoughts. Yeah. It is it is not good. Wow. I, yeah. I literally, I, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, you're all good. It'll come back oh, to you in like 20 minutes and it'll be a beautiful callback. It's going to be a beautiful. See, there we go. Comedy. It's perspective. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> That's a great a little, Mark Norman. There we go. Throw a little Mark Norman in there. Yeah. You better not die now too. What if no. this is the podcast? It's just like we just start talking about comedians or and comedians or celebrities, and we just—I mean, I don't think we kill Brody Stevens. However, <laughs> if Mark Norman dies after this podcast is released, I—I I will on kill you, myself. It's, it's on, on I, you. I will kill myself for retribution. Yeah, well, that's literally the least you could do. It is, and it won't do a thing. None. I—I I mean, I'll probably what I'll probably do is I'll—it's not I'll bringing go, Mark back. No, it's not. But what I think I'll probably do is I'll do I'll. Uh, I'll kill myself on like an Instagram live Shut up. and like, uh, I'll just like, Hey, by the way, you got to follow off the car. <laughs> last one out. Right. Exactly. First one in, last one out. <laughs> you're like, don't kill yourself on Instagram live. That's yeah. You're going to make me ask how you're doing. What's going on? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, dude. No, I'm, I'm just, but, uh, I, I was hilarious. My, um, so apparently my uncle listens to this. Mm-hmm. and i was making some suicide joke like i don't even know i make them all the time but mm-hmm. i guess i made it like at the top of, i don't know but anyway he heard it and he asked my dad like is spencer okay next time he sees he's, he's touching your arm and he's like if you need to talk just remember you know, off air there's a gun in the safe upstairs <laughs> yeah. the safe is seven two <laughs> yeah the number yeah and remember you gotta turn it three times clockwise to clear it <laughs> remember you can't just go it's not one of those fucking dial pads it's old school you gotta go left seven right nine and left 72 and you're sure gonna I'll... get frustrated because it sticks on the 72 but mm-hmm. you know persistence all right you mm-hmm. want to get in there mm-hmm. imagine being so incompetent you have to coach into your own suicide <laughs> yeah your entire family's in the room like come on you can open the safe Get you in there. Do this. Spencer. Spencer. Austin. Austin. They're literally cheering your name. Ooh, it's I Thanksgiving. Can't do it. I can't like, I, it, it is Thanksgiving. We can do you want to have dinner first? I'm like, no, 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 before dinner. Definitely this can wait. This, this, this wait. is this is important. Okay. Look, this is important this is day. Up in the this centerpiece of the holiday. <laughs> oh my God. This podcast is already off the rails. My bad. We're having a great time. What We're having a gay old time. We're having a gay old time on this Friday. Hell yeah. Not really sure why you use that term. Yeah, you know, we're we're rolling with it. Yeah, (laughs) we're bringing fetch back. (laughs) How dare you? We're gonna make fetch a thing. No, all right, we could try. I'm not sure if you and I are gonna be the conduits to bring that back, but we are certainly gonna try. I mean, in this context, having a gay old time, I would say there's substantial evidence to back it up. Yeah, you know, I agree. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> let God. that dinner sit there for a second. Oh, I forgot. See, I'm, I'm... there we go. Comedy. Hey, comedy. That was me. That was all me. I sucked it up like a black hole. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, so <clears throat> what are, what's, what's like, I, there's, I know there's probably some open out, uh, outdoor shows for you, but like, what are, yeah. is it kind of like slim pickings right now? As far as oddly enough, it feels like one of those things where the the gates just opened Mm. and I'm like the last person I feel like that's figuring it out. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've been on, I've been on, I've been doing like actually a a good number of shows and it's been fun to get back to it. Like I had three last weekend and I'm doing two this weekend and one on Wednesday up in Rockland. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was just like all of a sudden, I don't know if I'm just like out of the news cycle because I've been stepping back politically just not wanting to get into it and see all that. And after that uh, social dilemma documentary, I'm not sure if you've seen that, but I've been trying to like put my phone down. Social dilemma. I've heard about, wait a minute. It sounds familiar. Tell me about it. It's this. fucking dope. We'll talk about it. It's basically just how much uh, social media is designed to be addictive and is encroaching upon our lives and, and how much we're not even aware that the opinions that we're forming are, we're being guided towards. Um, oh, this sounds a, great. Yeah. It was very, absolutely very existential and fun and, and a, I'm good, excited. a good quarantine watch you know when all you've got are your tvs and your phones i don't know why i keep doing trump <laughs> sorry <laughs> but all you got i've never done it i've never done impressions before and all of a sudden i just want to be trump for what this i'm gonna podcast. do is if, if, if you feel bad about your impressions what i will do because we're mm-hmm. family is i will then do the same impression but much worse so then yours seems <laughs> you're my better. foil you're my, exactly. my literary foil thank you i appreciate thank you. that all right so this anything you want to try out anything you want to try out like i'm here i'll butcher yeah. it for you right? give me a give me a good one you you do one and i'll see if i can do it all right are you willing to accept combination impersonations or Whoa. we want to start with the, okay let's, let's start let's start with just one do we want to start with like classics or let's start with classics. Let's, let's see go if you dealer's can handle choice. The dealer's choice. Dealer's you got this. Right, I like right, where you're right. going. Give me some. Give me some Christopher Walken. Let's just let's test your chops. I mean, you know, Christopher. It's easy to do the bigger one, but then you gotta come down. You gotta you gotta bring it down. No. Now here's mine. All right. Ah! <laughs> My, all right. You win. You win. All right. Good. All right. Now let's see. Um, <laughs> all right combo combo i want you to i want you to do a combination impersonation okay all right i want you to do i want you to do bill cosby and norm mcdonald oh my god i gotta get into the bill first get the bill. <laughs> you see the problem with 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 the young black kids is the pants is too low and 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 Norm, yeah. Norm is uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the the kids, uh, the pants are too low. You know, there was a time in, in uh, you hear about Germany. You hear about these guys, Germany. They were really out of line in 1945. This is this is turning into like the. Uh, it's going obscure. The first, this is turning into like the first Tonight Show set. <laughs> it's going real obscure. My sensors and CPUs are steaming. Yeah, I. Uh, I've been there multiple times where I've actually just been like, I, I've been bought, not, okay. not saying you were bombing, but like, I've been in that mindset. No, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Give me the truth. Hear me out. No, hear me out. I'm just trying to empathize with that mindset you're talking about because like, that's where you're just kind of like, Oh, the system's all freaking (laughs) out. Like it's the nuclear meltdown in the control room. 
I get that when I just when I bomb so hard, mm-hmm. and then my I, I literally just it's like a temporal existential spirit. It's like I could <laughs> yeah. see I could see myself bombing from like yeah. It's a, an a out of body plane. fugue state. It really thank you. That's it. The out of body fugue state. Like where it's it's almost as if I had just died, and my spirit is watching. The, the hell and turmoil that my body is experiencing <laughs> and that i am subjecting upon every poor soul in front of me and Talking god about, is like you see what you did you see what you're doing right <laughs> look those terrible jokes about your penis literally took days off those people's lives <laughs> the stress that you added to their life added you're a comedian you yeah. added stress to their life because you were like my penis man <laughs> and then they literally were just crying on the way home oh I've lived in that space. I know that feeling. I know that fugue state. And I know what it feels like to snap out of it and be like, my God, I killed yep. it. Not in the way I wanted to. I killed spirit. I killed <laughs> I, spirit and soul. Oh, man. Killed, killing spirit and soul. That's a, <laughs> hmm. I, that was one of the best reactions to bombing I've ever heard. Another one was um, this last weekend. We did a show at Milk Bar and everyone was kind of like just not having a good set. And the, mm-hmm. even the host was like, why is everybody bombing? And we were like, fucking come on. <laughs> Hey, and, audience, uh, let, let's bring attention yeah. to the fact that we are all bombing. Let's bring the bard back down, baby. But uh, my friend goes up, and he's super fucking funny, and, you know, he's just trying to get traction. He's fighting up the uphill battle. There's mm-hmm, fucking skaters mm-hmm. and people honking and shit. Outdoor comedy is a mess. It's, yeah, it's rough. And he comes over, and someone go, he's looking for the good set daps and all that, the elbows, and someone goes, uh, yeah, man, nice try. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> nice try, buddy. And that was the fun. We all just fucking died laughing god damn that it. was hilarious nice try that's a defeat that is <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> that's a defeating statement like nice try man that's one of those body blows that drops you and when you're not ready for it right in the fucking oh, kidney shuts everything down yep and it's like oh man like if you planned it you are such a bitch like, <laughs> that was your response like if you just pulled it out of your ass whatever but if like i'm gonna be like no, he thought of that two minutes into his set, and he's like, I got to wait another three minutes, and then I'm going to drop this. It's like the same sensation you get when you're trying to think of a joke, like going on stage next. Like, I got to think of a joke about this guy's set. No, you're just like, I got to think of a joke to say to this fucking comic's face that he just yeah. Beautiful. I need to have something. I need to have something. I got to shit on him somehow. You been yeah. shit on? I've been shit, you know, everyone <laughs> throws the shit around. Everyone throws it around. You know. I remember one time I, um, back in my, like, baby's first big show days i i was rocking this leather jacket that i loved that i bought for myself as like my my self-esteem armor for when i'm going out and doing comedy (laughs) and uh i took it off in between um comics i was hosting at at this open mic i used to run at a bar called maggie mcgarry's in north beach Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) this fucking guy put on my jacket and then went on and did his set but like did my set as and was just like shitting on me to my face into the crowd and it was fucking there's, you know what? That's the beautiful thing about comedy is it's all about the death of ego. It's so much yeah. about having an ego and being able to perform and being like that performative funny guy that is the center of attention and has the ego to back it. But it is also about dying a slow and vicious death night after night to get to that level of fake confidence <laughs> for one night. Oh my God. Uh, that is so true. I'm still, uh, I'm still there. I'm still very much in the up battle. I mean, oh, it's, you're always in the up battle, but I mean like, uh, you never oh, get out of the trenches. Giant, you never get out of the trenches, but I'm literally uh that's no, fine. Comedy's going great. <laughs> yeah, that's Comedy's what I yeah. See, as you can tell from my tone, I'm really excited about my comedy. Are you hitting mics right and shows? What's going on where you're I'm at? I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean the the shows are I, I know I gotta ask more. That's that's my problem. I'm not asking enough. 
Yeah. Once you get to that point where you're confident enough that you can back that booking, that's mm-hmm. where you should be asking. And I Which, was the same. Yeah. I was the same way. I was always like, why aren't people sending messages to me? And then someone was like, that's not how it works. Like, oh yeah, I'm not expecting messages. But <laughs> no one is point. thinking about you. They're living their own life in their own universe. Yeah. And like, you got to remind them that, Hey, I'm here. I'm funny. I'm willing to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's what I'm, that's, that's a good point, man. That's a good yeah. point. I am, uh, OnlyFans is calling. OnlyFans is calling. Well, that could be you, how you build your following in a grassroots kind of a way where it's like Ooh. that, you know, that sneaky Ooh. grass. I could be like a thought comic. Like, I just like, ooh, I just want to fuck me. Like, I go on stage. I just like, I have that. But energy. you spell it like the word thought. Yeah. Right. Like, I try to be like thought provoking as well. Yeah. Like, it's a play on words. While like your I'm, ass clapping. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like 40 year old white man twerking and like with the cool, like wearing a tube top. Like, I'm literally just going, uh, like, you know, what is it? Uh, you're throwing it against, just throwing stuff against the wall. Let's see what works. Maybe you like it if I go up there, just try to fuck the audience. Maybe they'll yeah. like it if I, if I, I don't know. Maybe I should get a leather jacket of, uh, I almost said leather jacket of shame. Leather jacket <laughs> of, of a shield. It, it becomes the leather jacket of shame over time. Unfortunately, yeah. You, you draw its energy and then you it, shed it like a snakeskin. Man, that is. It was so dumb. Oh. It was just like, I was, I'm such an insecure person that for whatever reason, like, I felt like my appearance mattered and it really, it's not that it's like what you're saying and how you're saying it and your, your personality, of course, whether yeah. or not you're willing to take down those barriers, not fucking mm-hmm. at like, I don't know. I was just all caught up in like what a comedian should look and act like. And I felt like I needed to emulate that to like fake it till you make it kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And I certainly haven't made it yet. So maybe I should put the jacket back on. Maybe you should, maybe you should go out there in like a nineties, like a, Oh, you should go out there to Kings of comedy suit. Dude, I, you know what's really funny is I actually um, – I'm hosting next Wednesday at the Pink Martini in Rockland. Mm-hmm. And I was looking on Amazon, and they have these, like, $40 uh, kind of faux tuxedos that you can get. And I wanted to get, like, an all-blue one. It's beautiful. Or just, yeah. And you just fucking – I'm the host for the night, baby. Hell you yeah, know? man. We got to look good. We're going to bring a little bit of old Vegas Hollywood energy. Right. You, know? you got to get, like, get like a big get big hair. Like, you, get, you should get a wig and get, like, a big 70s hair. Like, yeah. You know, every – like personal oh, I TV. I just got to let it down. I just, yeah. gotta, you know, ooh. lots of hairspray. There you go. There Walk you go. out with a can. I like, ooh, Jerry curls. Yeah. Toss it to a lady in the front row. <laughs> just a walking cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, just, dude. No one appreciates it at all. And it's like, this is all me giving you these zero ideas. <laughs> just go there. Stay. I'm, I'm, look, I'm your manager, all right? Just go out there and Jerry curls. People are going to love it, all right? It's, yeah. it's, it's a time right now to be positive of the African-American community. So I think wearing Jerry curls <laughs> would be a great way to, to represent and just, yourself. And I'm just after, like, sweating. Like, I don't know what happened. I thought it would work. And you're smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah, you'll get them next time, kid. You know, it was just an off night. It's a bad room. Not your room. I, t- I turned to, like, a, I turned to an 80s manager. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, gangster for the third. Ah, kid. Yeah, yeah. You fucking gold. These kids, they don't even know what they got. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it. That's funny. Wipe the hairspray out of your eyes. Get back right. up there. <laughs> Bring on the next comedian. Right. I think I'm. I'm trying to go by your impersonation, but it just keeps going to come out as Joey Diaz. I'm like, no, it's just <laughs> going to come out as cocksucker. Like, cocksucker. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, you can give it to me. Uh, no. <laughs> this is this is Listen. an impressions part. Listen, <laughs> oh my god. When are so you trying to get on mics and shows? Yeah. Sorry, so, you were just going to ask a question. There we go. No. Yeah. 
trying to get on mic and shows. Mm. Uh, a bit, a bit, I've been going out to the mics. The mics are the part, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like it's been – like, I've done comedy. Because there's some people that are – I mean, let's be honest. They're better comedians, and they've been doing it longer. But they haven't done any open mics outside, which is – I mean, look. People got to work, man. But yeah, you got to – it's the craft. And these people, like – these are these are comedians that I respect because they take comedy seriously. In yeah. addition to like living relatively busy lives, depending on like, because I know some who are like college age and like going full time to university and before COVID, it's weird. It's, it's like Fight Club, baby. You determine your own level of involvement. It's like True. you know, you're either going to show up for the outdoor mics and take the the fucking ego blow and and mm-hmm. just put the work in, or you're going to be that person that hasn't performed since March. Which yeah. I, I just did a show with one of those people, you know, last weekend. It was like, woof. It's like, I don't know. It's like, where did, where did the passion go, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Some people, some people get a to a question. point, I guess, where like the necessity of life overrides passion. And that's, I guess, what a pandemic will bring about. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, let's face it. That's more than likely what's going to happen to us unless, unless we make it big. <laughs> yeah. But. You know, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen because... I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. You know, I'm just kind of <laughs> like, uh, I'm kind of important, you know. You know, I'm open on a dream, all right? Yeah. All right. You know, I... Look, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of comedians. I think I'm a lot of funnier than a lot of comedians, okay? Formulaically, I get it. I understand it. I get it. I know punchlines. I know setups. <laughs> I know callbacks. I know all the jokes, okay? I'm better this than any comedian act outs. I get them. I-, I got them, all right? I... <laughs> Pratt Falls, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Cocksucker. That's uh, Joey Diaz again. Okay. And you got the Joey Diaz hands, too. He's always got like Fucking, the fairy jazz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's always like jazz. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the edibles, the demons lead. They're at me again. Ah. <laughs> Fucking stars of death. Yeah, we're all going to make it. Mm-hmm. I had a friend, Jason Cole. He was a comedian in San Francisco, and he would just say that sometimes at the end of sets. He's like, we're all going to make it. We're all going to be famous. <laughs> it was, beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And you know what? There's a certain nihilism that you have to have with comedy. You have to. I mean, if you can't, I mean, I personally feel like you can't go up there thinking that you're going to make it like big, big, big. You, you yeah, could, yeah. You could go. I mean, people, obviously, you're passionate about something. You do it because you love it. But mm. <clears throat> I mean, you got to have some sense of nihilism. You got to think it's probably, we're probably fucked. Yeah. But let's just keep laughing. Let's keep trying rather fucking fighting and clawing for every inch closer and away from the void of obscurity that just is like you know it's like why you have to you constantly give people a reason to like listen and care and so it takes a lot of work to fucking really does ever work your way out of that most of us are just looking at each other clawing our way out of the void or trying to and some people are flying off and we're like "Ah, comedy (laughs) comedy (laughs) that first bomb was fun man that first bomb in the park was great oh it was great yeah it was because I'm, I mean, I've been doing it long enough to where I think I talked about this recently. I've been doing it long enough to where I actually learn stuff about the set versus when you know, when you first start out and just bombing it, all it is, is at least for me, the first mm-hmm. like year of comedy bombing was just, Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. driving home. There was, there wasn't a lot of like, I would larger learn, lesson. Yeah. There wasn't larger, much larger lessons besides, Oh, like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then eventually you know you just stop giving a shit that 
I mean, it, well, less and less so. There's, I, I wouldn't say it's a switch for me at least. It hasn't gone like completely self-conscious to I don't give a fuck. It's more like mm, a very, very gradual dimmer switch. Well, you, you, you have to, I mean, as dumb and cliche as it sounds, give yourself permission to fail and realize that like even the best comedians in the world had a million of those nights and it's going to take yeah. a million of those nights if you're ever going to have one good one. And sure. so you got to be willing to stomach all that punishment. Everybody bleeds in comedy. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just got to fucking patch yourself up with duct tape and super glue and mm-hmm. get back in the trenches and fucking figure your shit out. What was your worst bomb? I mean, the one that I remember the most is, um, believe me, I've fucking bombed a lot. Oh, yeah. When I first started comedy, oh, yeah. I was trying I... to do jokes about my grandfather dying. <laughs> and my divorce and it was like no one wanted everyone's out on a friday saturday night getting drunk and i'm like yeah fuck it. <laughs> check this shit out baby <laughs> and so like believe me i was fighting upstream for a lot of my early days and um but the one i remember the most was uh there's a fantastic comedian and producer named kabir singh mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you've heard of but he was a big bay area cat and uh oh. wrote for family guy and and nice. did some time in vegas and la and all nice. that and he actually is doing outdoor shows now. Um, anyway, he would book a lot of showcases at Cobb's Comedy Club when I was working there. And so I got to know him. And then when I started doing comedy, uh, he was one of the first people to like really give me a, a break at the club. Nice. And, and put me on one of his showcases. And so I remember, I think the first one I did well because he had me back for another one. And, um, or well enough, you know. Yeah. And then the second one, I remember it was like around 4th of July mm-hmm. and it was very poorly attended. And at Cobbs, you really feel that because it's like a 400 capacity, like big cavernous room yeah. where it's, it's deep and tall and mm-hmm. they have a balcony. And so when it's all empty and blacked out and you see like, you know, 40, 50 people spattered in the front section, like you, you feel it when you're bombing. And I was just bombing. Oof. And then for whatever reason i decided that i was gonna my big closer was gonna be a 9-11 joke that i had just written <laughs> and i was like <laughs> what am i fucking i remember literally i i invited friends of mine this girl that was on uh the water polo team like i was on the boys water polo team and she was on the girls team and so like mm-hmm. we just stayed in touch and she happened to be in north county and i was like come out to my big my big club show yeah and, and i remember being in the middle of that 9-11 closer bombing horrifically thinking what the fuck am i doing and just zeroing in on her specifically just with this look like she was pleading with the universe that this was going to work out for me and i wasn't going to bomb and i was going to turn it around and then i didn't and then i just said good night and got off <laughs> oh my and, god that's yeah, awesome i never got booked by kabir again so at least not yet yeah, not yet. Kabir, if you're yeah. listening to this, which, of course, we know that you are. <laughs> Give uh, me a chance. You. Put me in, coach. Give the man a chance, okay? People got a bomb. Oh, my and God. If, and if you don't want so... him, consider me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> yeah he met, he's a good guy, and he is a good judge of talent. And I think after that, he was like, you need to go back to the mics and, like, really work. You got to work, buddy. Yeah. And, yeah. I was, and, you know, that helped. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. Dude, the I fucking a. I remember that night and looking at her face, and then she literally never came to any one of my shows. I started producing like really fun talking after sets and tried to get her to come back specifically just to like I really, really wanted to prove to her that that wasn't like 
my peak and that I could get better and, and work harder. <laughs> right. Which I is like get better. I promise. It was so arbitrary that I just picked this one person that I was like, I have to win them over. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I haven't gotten that opportunity yet. <laughs> you, you fucker. <laughs> no, she was always platonic. Just well, good old respect. And then I lost that respect. <laughs> oh, and then I lost it. Yeah. Well, now you got to go. Now you got to go chase her. Anyway, yep. dude, speaking of which, great transition uh, into talking after sets. So, uh, oh, look at you with the, with the product placement with the talking after sets mug. Yeah. Wow. Only one for me and one for my parents that I make them fight over. And then they don't fight over it. They, they choose their own mugs. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, I'll have this mug. <laughs> they're like, we I get it, buddy. We get it. Okay. <laughs> we remember. You remember you're hilarious just just go just go just go back down to the garage and leave us alone get back to your zoom shows <laughs> just in the basement doing zoom shows oh, yeah god uh yeah dude you gotta Pretty do much. i guess but dude okay so talking after sets how long how long have you been doing it now or so first, tell me about the show for the people listening for the people listening, um, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to plug this because I loved this show and it was so much fun. Uh, it was like my first big like leap of faith was trying to put on my own show at a, at a comedy club. And the idea is that it's a showcase of five comedians. We get a good headliner from either in town or out of town. Um, but rather than having them go up back to the green room after their set and go away, uh, we have a little panel, a table set up. Mm -hmm. And over the course of the show, all five comedians do their set and then sit down at the table and there's a little riffing interview portion in between where it's like kind of a live podcast, uh, mm -hmm. late night show-esque mm -hmm. vibe. Mm -hmm. um, and then so, again, over the course of the show, we assemble at the panel and at the end of the show, after the headliner set, we close it out with like 15 minutes of all five of us riffing at the table and it's usually pretty fun and kind of chaotic, but uh, a good great. time and just a really fun live experience. So that was like really validating for me to see that be well received and and just turn out to be like my favorite show to perform on dude we should we should get uh, would you be would you consider doing something outdoors like up in sack i have been thinking about it a lot the only thing i think i'm going to wait out is just flu season is is like right around the corner and it's already been a talk amongst like the people that are bringing shows back to san francisco mm -hmm. um and they're like you know it's going to be probably a, a month or two dip in attendance and as just like public willingness to come out for shows yeah. i know it's kind of different in north county so i would love to like i think laughs unlimited just reopened and i'd Laugh love to did. reach yeah. i'd love to reach out to jenny and try to do one there but again, it's like five of us on a panel. We're all sitting right next to each other. So there's, it's not really socially distanced. And like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just we live in that world where you have to think about the optics of. God, um, you're right. You're right. Well. And I don't want to like chop it up and bastardize it. Like people asked me if I was going to do it on Zoom. And I was like, I just I want to I want it to be what it was. And I'm going to wait it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're about to do our one year anniversary, March 29th. And then shutdown hit on the 17th. And I was like, fuck. See, this is the true tragedy of COVID. It's this and the death of the buffet. Yes. That, those are the yeah. two biggest tragedies from COVID. Talking after sets in hometown buffet. And RIP. Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping used to be fun. You could pick stuff up, put it back. If you didn't like it, you pick it great. up, you put it back. It's great. Dude, I, I, I have, I've bought in so many shitty avocados because I don't fucking know what it's it like, is. Fuck. It's a goddamn it's rock or a fucking... <laughs> Bushy pebble. I hate it. And it's yeah. the, literally the, I don't know, probably the, the least important thing to be this upset about. But it matters. But it matters, okay? People died for those avocados. And I 
don't want them to die in vain. Yeah. But I also don't want this avocado. I, exactly. <laughs> See, look, I'm not going to debase myself with this shitty avocado, all right? Look, I don't, it's not my fault that your kid fell down a well that he was trying to pick. I don't know why there's a well in an avocado field. <laughs> but you know what? Safeway. I'm not in charge of OSHA or the relevant, you know, safety industry. The city Fuck planning. Them. The city planning, all right? And, and speaking of people's safety, Austin... Yes. The comics, fuck them, all right? I think, look, just tell them that y'all tested. Yeah. Get a pregnancy test. Like, let and just say, let die. Exactly. Just get, like, a pregnancy test and put it in their mouth, and fair then enough. hopefully it just comes up as, like, a negative. There's a fair amount of comics that would consent to that level of testing, too. So, I mean, it's not like I couldn't pull it off. No, you could. Oh, oh, there's. I, or think about this. Get five comics that have COVID, and then just you'll be, like, on the other the side. The super spreader tour. <laughs> You should do this. We're going across the country. Then we're going around the world. <laughs> yeah, that would pick up traction quickly. Right. That would be oh. like such an alt movement or all of like the, the anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers and, and people that think this virus is fake would all fucking, oh my God. And then it would be like natural selection where we would be the people taking the bullet to wipe them all out. You could be their leader, Austin. We could lead them into their inevitable demise for the betterment of humankind. The super spreader great. comedy tour. Look out for it. 2021. You guys, it's coming. Super spreader comedy tour. <laughs> there we, that is the episode title. Super spreader <laughs> comedy tour. I love it. That's fucking beautiful, dude. Oh man. Hell, man. So what have you been doing day to day? Dude, working from home now, man, yeah. which is much better than working in an office, but you know, work is work. I kind of, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I like being unemployed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like government funded. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I need my artist. government pennies. Hell yeah, man. I just keep telling people I have a government job, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> I have a government job by day, and I also do comedy. Yeah, you know, the most interesting deal. man in the world. <laughs> He's just a government employee. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around with a briefcase and glasses, and take it off like I'm Clark Kent, and just have a Brody shirt underneath, <laughs> and go on and say comedy. Just, you're walking around. Just, yes. <laughs> Energy people, keep it together. Stay with, with me. me. The there economy. Go. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, R.I.P. Brody. R.I.P. Austin. It's probably a good place. I think it's a this is a good place to wrap it up. We yeah, circled that. We circled it back right to the man, the myth, the Thank legend. Thank you for having me on, dude. It's been a yeah, lot of fun. Man. Fuck yeah. Austin, so people listening right now, they're thinking this guy's hilarious. Where they, where can they find you? I appreciate that, man. I'm on uh, all social media at Austin T. Carr. T is my middle initial. Carr with two R's. And uh, I've got talkingaftersets.com, but that's basically just got an old promo, and I can't put that on right now. But, you yeah. know, I'm posting some, some clips online, so follow me on social media and check them out. Let me know if you think. What do you think? Check the man out, people, all right? If you don't do it, I will literally I'll, – I'll, I'll find you. I'll find you. All right. Yeah. We got our new voice listeners. We got a new voicemail. I'm doing the fucking Joey Diaz hands again. I don't know why I'm we doing got it. Listen here, cocksuckers. I got a voicemail. You Listen, call I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. You tell me, hey, cocksucker, kill yourself. All it's right. Next caller. Right. It's next caller. <laughs> <It's telling. laughs> no, I, I'm not prepared, so I don't have the fucking number on me, but go to my Instagram. It's a, it's a, it's a story highlight. Use that. Use the voicemail. Call me if you hate me. Hate the show. Let me know. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> and death threats, dick pics to the tangents pod at gmail.com. 
All right. <laughs> you just like the Aikido master. You take all that negative energy and just fucking spin it and wax on, wax off, send it away, send it in, but I'll send it away. <laughs> oh, God damn it, man. That was a good time. Thank you, sir. A lot of I fun. appreciate Thank you. you. Dude. All right, buddy. A lot of fun. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.